the college football experience, Virginia Cavaliers 2022 season preview episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Networks presented by WinBet. Bet a hundred dollars at WinBet and get a hundred dollar free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by us. Yes, the college football experience. Get ready for the college football season by checking out all 131 college football team preview and podcast. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash CFB. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash CFB. This is Brock Purdy from Iowa State, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Swinging database dead, aka pick Dundee. That's not a pick, this is a pick. He was raised in the land down under where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists, and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I smoke and I drink, and um, I don't have stress, and I'm healthy. <laughs> yes! Love talking, Brandon One Armstrong, and even though last year, sometimes may be good, sometimes may be shit. <laughs> last year I was off. I, I thought they would it was six and a half. I said they're going to hit it. Now I didn't count on Brandon Armstrong breaking his ribs, but I am joined by my co-host. This is this is his favorite team in the land since the days of Herman Moore, Sean Moore, Terry Kirby. I can go on and on. Give it up for former, former JMU Duke defensive back, the burrito eating, sideline kiss stealing, oh, wheeling and dealing, Patty C in the place to be. Hi, oh, yeah. Yeah, buddy. First down. All right. Let's talk a little, man. This is a rich program. This is a rich program. Well, well I don't get <laughs> Let's 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 I have guess some you fun. Can say that. No, I you guess you could say call this. them a rich program. These, I remember the days when I first got into college football. The Wahoos were gamers. Back to the days of Don Magic Mikowski, to Sean Moore, to Mike Rowe, to Aaron Brooks. There you go. Simeon oh. Willis. Little tiki barber. Thomas yeah. Jones, a little Anthony Poindexter. Kevin Brooks was on that team. Charles Way. Give me some Jamie Sharper. Give me some James Barry. There were, to Brickshaw Ferguson. There were uh, Wally Lundy. So I'm saying you can go Jermaine Crowell. Matt Schaub. I mean, you can go on and on and on about the Wahoos. We've had some players. We've had some guys, you know, but. The glory days have kind of slipped away from us. The glory days went downhill, in my opinion, with Al Grow and then Mike London. But guess you caught on a Bronco. 
to bring him back, and he brought him back to a certain extent. He did. He reestablished winning culture in Charlottesville. And now comes, now comes brand new head coach, Tony Elliott. <laughs> All right. Look, I know Tony. All right. That's right. Tony always goes high. Hit the pace car. All right. <laughs> Quoting them great movie Days of Thunder. Tony Elliott definitely has won 35 Winston Cups and uh, <laughs> and a few Indy and uh, not Indy five Daytonas. I don't fucking know. Subscribe to the NASCAR Gambling Podcast though, and the Formula One Gambling Podcast. Great, great racing intel there. there Patty C. It. Let's talk a little bit about Tony Elliott. He comes in from the Clemson Tigers. So he's got national championship pedigree. He got to watch Dalbo Sweeney build up Clemson because before that, Clemson went through some tough years. Man, they weren't setting the world on fire. Uh yeah, they were. They 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 were mediocre. Yeah, what was it after? Uh, Rich Rod was there in the late eighties or late nineties. Uh, well, with Tommy Bowden. With Tommy Bowden. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then after he left in the early two thousands, they kind of took a hit. Right, the Charlie Whitehurst days were not spectacular for Clemson. But no, I think they went right from there to to Dabo. To Dabo, I I think you go back to the late nineties. They really had some tough years. Let me see. I want to. Yeah. I'm going to dive those, and I'll rattle off this. How about this, Patty C? What I talked about, Algro, Mike London. How about this? UVA only had four winning seasons in the past twenty years oh, before Bronco Mendenhall. Uh, uh, so I should say from 2015. To two thousand, no five, five in 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 fifteen in sixteen seasons there. Then Bronco Mendenhall comes in two and ten year one, but then six and seven, eight and five, nine and five, five and five, six and six. So at least you haven't had a losing season in in four football seasons. And even with that, you were still in the bowl. You haven't had a terrible season since two thousand sixteen. Mendenhall's brought stability to yeah, the program. He's, he's brought yeah. them up to at least a mediocre or slightly above mediocre level. Look, I'm looking at this right now, Clemson. Had one tough year in the late nineties or 1998, three and eight. But other than that, they had a five and six and 94, pretty much bowling every other year. Most of the time getting to like eight, eight or nine wins. Yeah. They were always mm. solid. They were like Arizona state. Yeah. And then they turned it on recently. Then, yeah. When Dabo came in, he, he, so he maybe look, look at, look at what I just said. Virginia's had five straight bowl seasons pretty much. Right. Yeah. It's very similar in a way. Yeah. I mean, they weren't, they probably weren't at the level that it's Clemson was when uh, Dabo took over, but you know, it's a, a slight step down, um, but they don't need to get to Clemson's uh, ceiling to, to be proud of where the program is going and to be happy with it. Um, I don't know. Do you think Tony Elliott can be the guy to elevate them beyond the six or seven win mark? Uh, but, uh, well, look, I was skeptic because Clemson's offense was not good last year. Um, and like, to me, I do think there is something to be said. Like I get it. You had a playoff caliber team, right? But there's also something to be said that you had Deshaun Watson and Trevor Lawrence in a nine year window. Oh, sure. It helps to have great players. Obviously. Um, I don't know that even Bama doesn't get that lucky. That's true. The quarterback <laughs> yeah. situation worked out pretty well for them. Uh, now that could be Elliot's doing. You could say, Hey, I helped develop them, but I also think they probably would have been good anywhere. Yeah. I mean, Trevor Lawrence was the number one player yeah. in the country coming out of high yeah. school. That is a nice uh, tool to work with 
So it does uh sip the wrong side of my coffee. All right, you know, pour it all over your One face. There days. you go, buddy. Um yeah, I think uh, well it remains to be seen. I, I I do think that maybe you have the tendency to say uh, to chalk it up to the talent and maybe I I have a tendency well, as a UVA fan to be hopeful that it well, was his doing. You're still in the ACC. Look, Clemson in my opinion benefited. I I've said this statement. I know NC Nick disagrees with me strongly. I don't think they would have won any national championships had they played in the SEC. You might be right. I mean, they're they're basically they were on Auburn's level, you know, and most of those and years. Florida State was so down; they weren't getting much competition. But hey, I'm not I, more power to them. They got through the ACC. Yeah, the, the new yeah, Pac-12. They, they took full advantage of a terrible ACC the entire time that they had been on that run. And Tony Elliott's star rose during that time frame. That is convenient. Yeah, I mean, now we're gonna find out if the guy can get it done because, but he walks into a great situation because Patty C, the most underrated quarterback in America by far. I get I get really ticked off when I listen to all these other publications <laughs> or if I watch an ACC network. And they mentioned Brandon Armstrong as like the fifth best quarterback in the ACC. They have Devin Leary. No disrespect to Devin Leary, but do they fucking watch these games? <laughs> Brandon Armstrong has been a machine. Brandon Armstrong was third in the country last year in total yards, and uh, he's third team preseason ACC All Conference. <laughs> it's such a joke. <laughs> what do you? It's such a joke. It's it. What is it? This is my point on the pyramid scheme that is college football, Patty C. Him and Sam Hartman, it's as if they didn't exist. Yeah. They, they, Sam Hartman threw 50. He, had, he was responsible for like 54 touchdowns last season. <laughs> no, nothing. 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 Devin Leary is apparently there. Who is who's above them on the Van Dyke? Uh, uh, Tyler Van Dyke from Miami. Is look, he looked great as a freshman, but are you fucking kidding me? Brandon Armstrong look like Steve young at times, Brennan Armstrong, like I forget which game it was. I don't know if it was the, the uh, BYU or the, well, that's when he hurt his ribs, the, game. the BYU game. One of yeah. those games was just like, we are watching something special here. Why is this night guy not getting it? It trended on Twitter. You know, people, people finally gave him some love, but I, then they immediately forgot about it. I still don't understand it. I don't understand it. And I, 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 I don't get it. And like, I can't wait to see the, See if if how he'll use him. I'm surprised he didn't follow an eye to Syracuse or something. But what a gift to come in and you have you have I think a top five quarterback in college football, right? Maybe. And yeah. and then you have one, two, three stud wideouts all back. Billy Kemp, Ke uh, Ke uh Thompson uh, from Mississippi State. That that guy's been ex exciting. That was a great job by Bronco Mendenhall. Of changing his position, and then uh, Dontavian Wicks, Patty C. I know they lose Jelani Woods, my boy, is on the Indianapolis Colts. But this this offense, yes, breaking in a new tight end and Grant Michelin tires. There you go. Uh, Don't forget, uh, Lavelle Davis, the backup uh, wide receiver, was second in the nation two years ago in yards per catch at over twenty five yards per catch, and now he's back. Dude, this if they can block because I know, look, we've covered almost one hundred thirty one teams. Yeah. I don't think I've ever covered a team that zero offense alignment were coming back. Not only zero offense alignment coming back, all five transferred <laughs> out. You were starting. And they're all starting at one is starting at USC, one is starting at UCF, one is starting at Michigan. I think another one went to like the Pac 12 North. 
Wazoo maybe. Yeah. Uh, I mean, just so clearly they were decent. If they're starting at Michigan and USC, well, maybe ring chasing. Because uh, at Michigan, you probably have a better chance. Definitely have a better chance than UVA for. But at UCF, you have a better chance than uh, UVA. If Brandon Armstrong's at UCF. Actually, they still probably wouldn't give him the respect. Yeah, Brandon Armstrong should have won the Heisman Trophy last year. Fight me, uh, fight me. The I, I will fight you because um, uh, Bryce Hump, Young. Bryce Young was better than him. No, no. Yes. No, no. <laughs> now he's going to be better long term. But I'm saying last year, Bryce Bryce, Bryce Young, Young had was some, amazing. He was, but he had some games where he struggled. He had some games where he struggled. Brandon Armstrong was a better quarterback last year than Bryce than Bryce Young. I think the argument can be made. So I won't I won't say I won't shut you down there. I Dude, think if you put Brandon Armstrong with Bama last year, they win the national championship. Maybe. Fight me. <laughs> Fight me right now. I don't know. Now. I was pretty impressed with the uh, I was too. Bryce Young. I was too. If anything, real money Kramer's the one that's like Bryce Young's not that good. I'm like, what? Huh? What? <laughs> what? Um Patty C, the new offense coordinator is Des Kitchens. Kitchings. Kachings. Yeah. Hey, I like Ka-ching. that. Yeah. <laughs> he uh, comes over from the Atlanta Falcons. Running back coach there. Not a whole lot of experience. I, I don't know what uh what may, I mean, I think he may have had a relationship. Let me look at that. Uh how they were familiar with each other. I th- I think he's got a good reputation. I think he may have um well, he was NC State's uh, co-offensive coordinator a couple years ago. Yeah, Under back Doran. In, in 2019. So, there's that's okay. a good experience. Okay. So, and he went uh, co-offensive coordinator at Vanderbilt back in 2010. That was Franklin, right? So, okay. 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 I Maybe like it. He's got a little more chops than we realize here. And they bring in Cody Brown, a uh, transfer at running back from the Miami Hurricanes. He was a four star down there uh, in South Beach. Uh, Patty C. It's a nice guy to add to this offense. Breaking in the new tight end. So that they not only got hit on the five offensive linemen, they got hit at the tight end spot. <laughs> like anyone in the backfield, amazing. Anyone on the front. Line complete question mark here, and and I know that they were counting on a transfer Mac Hollensteiner from Georgetown. Shout out to the Hoyas, Georgetown football. We're a fan. Uh, he he transferred and then decided that he's going to stay at Georgetown for his fifth season. So it's tough when you lose a a guy from Georgetown that would rather play for the Hoyas. Oof, that was uh, an offense or a defense. Yeah, he's projected uh, offensive lineman. You pull up like the magazines. Man. He's a projected starter on the offensive you know, that's, line. That's got to yeah. be a slap in UVA's face from an academic level too. But I mean, I feel like they acknowledge Georgetown's pretty elite academically. They brought in another transfer in John Paul Flores from Dartmouth. Uh, maybe some Ivy League uh, O lineman gonna save the day. Well, Tony Elliott definitely is preaching the uh, you know the UVA way. You know he's he he was an he has an engineering degree himself. So smart guy football is kind of what he is. Uh, it's back, baby. That's what he's doing there. Uh, well, I can tell you this: while the offensive line is a gigantic question mark, um, the defense. Uh, Tony Elliott started to win me over on this. He goes out and hires John Radzinski. Yeah. All right. I know that sounds like a serial killer, but trust me, <laughs> he's not. But he is killing it defensively, yeah. right? He came over from Air Force. Two starters back. I mean, people at Air Force. If you haven't watched Air Force football, first off, get your shit together in life. All right. Air Force football is fantastic to watch. But Amen. John Radzinski's defense was nasty. Patty C hit me with those nuggets. Last four years, the four years that he was their defensive coordinator, they went. They improved each year. In total defense, 43rd, 26th, and then fourth last year in total defense in the country. 
It does help to have the number one rushing offense in the country and be running the ball constantly. That slows the pace of the game. Probably less snaps for the other. Dude, but team. their defense was good. Yeah, I mean, number four defense yeah. in the country. You can't fake that. So I'm saying, John John Radzinski. All right, he had to stay moving. All serial killers got to stay moving, or they're going to get caught. <laughs> That's right. All right. And UVA was 121 nationally last year. If John Radzinski can get anywhere near yeah. the top 50, yeah. and this offense can, the offense overall was what number three in the country last year for UVA. Yeah. Fire. Yeah. Absolute fire. If you can get a great improvement out of your defense and that offense is resembling. Think the- about what Brad Lambert did at Purdue. You look at back two years ago, Brad Lambert was the defense coordinator at Marshall, number one defense in the nation. Purdue was firing the ball over the field, but they couldn't stop a nosebleed, right? They get <laughs> they get Lambert in there, even though now Lambert's since gone on to Wake Forest, but last year they win what, eight or nine games? Because Lambert was able to turn that into a top forty defense before they in were one like, year? Yeah. That's impressive. Yeah. Could they could could a, a serial killer here, John Brzezinski, do it? Well, he would have to do a, a miracle work because they were really, really pathetic. I don't. One twenty-one. I remember watching the games with you, and I was like, they're so bad at tackling. Yeah, they don't even yeah. try. They yeah. if you feel like the players would just overrun the play and just give up, and they wouldn't <laughs> like they wouldn't initiate con. It was one of the most pathetic and frustrating things that I've ever seen as a fan. Yeah, terrible defense. And guess what? Three of those defensive backs are returning. So. That's a big problem. Now, Nick Jackson, though, like you said, well, no, the linebacking core. Oh, first off, they get two guys on the defensive line back. Aaron uh, Fuamai, I don't know how to pronounce this name. Yeah, and uh, Jameer Carter. And uh, look, so you get only two guys on the line of scrimmage back for the whole team. Yeah, that's not Trench, good. Trenches are going to be an issue. But two of four back in the linebacking core, led by Hunter Stewart and Nick Jackson. Both corners are back, and Anthony Johnson and Darius Bratton. I will say that it's good to have your corners back. Breaking in some brand new safeties, kickers back, brand new punter though. Patty C, talk to me about this roster. Is this a bowl caliber team? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean Nick Jackson was 18th in the country, I think, in in total tackles. That's a nice piece at linebacker to have back. You know, you you basically he completely obviously led the team in tackles. Uh, so an important middle linebacker piece to have running the show there and directing the defense. Um, as far as the offense, what I really like about the the receiving core is that they are all diverse. You have Wicks, who is your purebred me, um, medium at everything kind of, uh, but excels at everything. He's just an excellent wide receiver, right? Uh, probably six, three, six, two, six, three, and does everything really well. Um, then you have your tall guy in Lavelle Davis, right? Big goes up, tons of yards per catch. You have Keaton Thompson, who's your uh, uh, Swiss Army knife. Kind of tall too, right? He is tall, yeah, but yeah. he's yards after catch. He's I like the way that they used him. Hopefully, uh, uh, Elliot needs to use the offense like they did last year. Watch all that shit. Watch yeah. all that film. Robert and I got really creative. I loved watching that offense. But when you yeah. have those pieces, and uh, Lavelle Davis coming back is essentially like Jelani Wood, so he kind of has the same exact uh, offensive pieces back. And then you have Billy Kemp, the little short guy who's super yeah. quick and you know uh, your t- uh, prototypical slot. So the, all the pieces are there. You should be able to create some stuff. And you have a quarterback like that. If the line can protect, the offense should be fire again. Well, we're gonna get into it. We're gonna talk transfer portal. We're gonna talk uh, schedule. What Las Vegas expects. Talk recruiting a little bit with the Wahoos. Uh, but first, I gotta get this paid. I want to tell you folks out there that the college football experience, Virginia Wahoos, 2022 season preview episodes brought to you by WinBet. Bet a hundred dollars at WinBet and get a hundred dollar free bet. 
Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W Y N N B E T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by us. Yes, the college football experience. Get ready. It's college football season, people. You can get ready by checking out all 131 college football team previews. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash CFB. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash CFB. We're also brought to you by Odds Trader. Yes, Odds Trader is a place to compare odds from all the major sports books. You can also compare the different sign up codes and promo codes from sportsbook to sportsbook to assure that you get yourself the best deal possible. The app provides player stats, key game stats, injury reports, game day weather. Uh, it also has a bet tracker, which organizes everything for you from that's so fantastic for me. Go to oddtrader.com slash blue wire. That's odds trader, the number one site for all your game day bets. We're also brought to you by run your pool. Run your pool is home. The home of competition, bringing sports fans and their social circles together to compete, connect and make every game matter more. They have every game. You can think of pick them survivor fantasy pools. Um, and we've teamed up with them for our own SGPN NFL survivor spot uh, or survivor contest essentially. So right now hop in and get your spot for free. And if you do that, you're going to get a chance to win $500 cash and a $250 gift card to the merch store. What are you folks doing? Get in there. Sign up today at play.runyourpool.com slash SGPN. That's play.runyourpool.com slash S G P N. All right. We're back talking Wahoo football. Um, The portal Patty. See, I got to grade this thing. They bring in Cody Brown, four star from Miami. Maybe he'll be a great get. Maybe uh, it's a perfect fit there. Well, they need running back help. They need a lot of help from the O line. I, I touched on the Georgetown kid who bounced back to Georgetown to DC. Shout out to Hoyas football. Uh, John Paul Flores, the offensive tackle from Dartmouth. I think this guy's going to be a starter. Wide receiver. They got Devin Chandler from Wisconsin. He was like, hey, I've been playing wide receiver Wisconsin, and Graham Mertz can't hit shit. So let me go to a quarterback that can actually throw the ball. <laughs> Uh, defensive end Paul Akir from Columbia, <laughs> dude hitting the Ivies. I like it. The uh, defensive line Jack Camper from Michigan State, also linebacker slash defensive end Cameron Butler from the Miami Ohio Redhawks. Go in the mid major route slash FCS route. Now I got that's what they brought in. I got to touch base on what they lost. Patty C. Cornerback Joshua Hayes is a Kansas State Wildcat. Cornerback Tanya Dixon, Portal. Linebacker Jerry Asatu, Portal. Wide receiver Josiah Davis, Portal. Offensive to this is the other starter. Offensive tackle Joseph Bissinger, SMU Mustang. Mm, that's mm. right. Quarterback Jacob Rodriguez, Texas Tech. Defensive lineman Jordan Redmond, Portal. Safety Joseph White, Portal. Bobby Haskins, offensive tackle, USC. He's going to start there too? Yes. Uh, offensive lineman Victor Oluwatimi, Michigan, the best center in the country last year. That's yeah. a tough one to lose. Well, and your best linebacker Noah Taylor went to North Carolina. Mm, I need mm, to throw my mm. fucking hands up because I'm gonna th- I'm gonna vomit, <laughs> dude. Yeah. The oldest rivalry in the South. Yeah, disgusting. That is absolutely. You're gonna filthy. go put on that fairy blue. <laughs> get out of my. Get out of here. Ira Armstead. Quarterback transferred to Eastern Illinois. He's trying to be the next Tony Romo or or Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> uh, they also lost offensive lineman Kareem Al Sophie. Offensive tackle Ryan Swoboda went to UCF Golden Knights. Uh, offensive tackle uh, Micah 
Muratiragi hit the portal. Defensive lineman Nusi Milani went to Wazoo. Athlete Wes Weeks went to LSU. Running back Wayne Talapapa went to uh oh, man. He Washington. Out. Was went that... to Washington Huskies. He was a player, man. I think he's he projected might've... to be starting there, I believe. That's a tough loss right there. Safety Javin Burke portal. They got fucking destroyed in the portal. For dude. some reason I thought Talapapa graduated, but man, he's been a player for them for several years now. They got destroyed in the portal. They did. There's no look, I don't care. There's no way to cut it. That's yeah. the only way to cut it. Yeah. Um Talk to me about recruiting. Oh, incoming uh, transfer portal rank was 49. So decent incoming, but terrible, terrible, terrible outgoing. Um, tr- uh, recruiting has been subpar. I hate to say it. Virginia, uh, as a state, the seventh or 11th uh, most uh, pro prospects, I think, 10th, 11th, somewhere in there, um, coming out of the state of Virginia. And yet, its state flagship program and nationally has ranked over the last five cycles. 59, 43, 53, 36, and 65 this last mm. cycle. Mm, coaching uh, change. Yeah, yeah. coaching change. Uh, I mean, Bronco got it up to 36. He built it up in 2021, the number 36 team in the country recruiting. That's where I want to see it. I want to see it. I mean, the, Al Gro couldn't coach a college team. He tried to run it like a pro team, but he had some like top 15 recruiting yeah. classes. Yeah. That's one thing he could do. He could keep the five stars in state somehow. Some crotchety old man could go up to <laughs> Hilton High School and pull out uh, a like, Brooks. I coach with Bill Parcells. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, let's hop into the schedule, buddy. Let's hop into the schedule. First, I mean, if you're watching on YouTube, first off, subscribe on YouTube, folks. You see that that win total there, but also subscribe to the College Football Experience. And remember, the Virginia Wahoos basketball preview is just about to drop. Subscribe to the College Basketball Experience. Uh, it's out there. You can watch it on YouTube. We're together as one on YouTube. YouTube.com/slash the College Experience. Uh, Tony Bennett, Kia Clark, they're going to be loaded this year. Very excited for Wahoo basketball. Patty C. Let's uh, let's uh, well actually let me get us paid before we go to the schedule and go game by game. Want to tell you we're also brought to you by Sleeper. Sleeper is the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. You probably already have a fantasy league on there. I know I do. They just passed four million users. Yes, with the NFL season just right around the corner, Sleeper is the first sports uh, contest game built into the fantasy experience. You got to check it out. They have this brand new over under game. It's absolutely fantastic. Uh, right now on your mobile phone, join our listener group on sleeper at sleeper.com slash SGP and sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to a hundred dollars at sleeper.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by trade coffee. Look, if you're going to face UVA's offense, if it's anything like last year's, you're going to need a lot of coffee <laughs> because that offense was fire, right? Trade no. coffee connects customers to the freshest and best tasting coffee they've ever made at home by partnering with the country's best craft roasters. And get this, it's expert tasted. Trade Trade's got a coffee team that actually taste tests thousands of coffees. They keep over 450 kinds live and ready to ship out to you every single day. There's no one perfect coffee, but there is a perfect coffee for you. Right now, Trade is offering uh new subscribers a total of $30 off your first order, plus free shipping when you go to drinktrade.com slash SGP. That's more than 40 cups of coffee for free, people. Drinktrade.com slash SGP. Get started today by taking their quiz because they got a human-powered algorithm. It's gonna, it's gonna find the right coffee for you. All right. Boom. We're also brought to you by Dave. Yes. No, not Dave. The old, I don't know, shoe not salesman. Dave Thomas. Not Dave Thomas. He's the best burgers in a business. Yeah, he's, he didn't cut corners. Well, either did Dave. All right. <laughs> they had the square burger. Dave's got the square app. All right. 
uh, and you're square if you don't get it. All right. Cause let me tell you, Dave is the banking app that can help you get $500 instantly with extra cash. That's more money to fill your tank, buy a wedding gift, ca- catch up on bills, download the Dave app from the app store right now. Cause we've all been in a place where we needed some cash. You know what I mean? You somehow, maybe you bet on the Wahoos. Maybe you're down there, you know, hanging out, uh, you know, while catching a game, go to the bar afterwards, you blow a little bit more than you thought. Next you know. thing you know, you're sitting there saying shit, old Rolanda <laughs> wants to hang out and I'd <laughs> spent most of my money. Yeah. Trust fund, trust fund babies. Don't have to listen to the sad. Pretty much everyone else though. Even, dial in even they might, if they run into a spot, That's you know true. what I mean? They, they probably spend pretty heavy too. Uh, so check out Dave. I mean, look, it, it's fantastic because it, they, they don't even, they, there's no interest. There's no credit check needed. Um, download the Dave app right now. That's D A V E sign up for an extra cash account. Get up to $500 instantly f- uh, for terms and conditions. Go to dave.com slash legal instant transfer fees apply banking by evolve member of the FDIC. All right. We are back talking Wahoo football. Patty C. I see a lot of opportunity. Tony Elliott might win the Elliott five, the ACC 500. If, if they can start out hot. All right. Because I mean, should we talk about what happened last year? Yes, because they were just, but it's not Elliott. That was, that was Bronco Broncos in Montana. Now fishing yeah. fucking swimming. He's really like entering like triathlons and shit. That's I don't true. know. You it's know almost I mean? not like, worth that. I mean, we could talk about, they beat Miami on a crazy game. I thought they were going to beat North Carolina at one point in that game, even though they lost by 20. That's how bad the defense was. They gave up 66 to BYU. They didn't have Brandon Armstrong for the Notre Dame and the pit game. Right? I think, I think he was out both those games. I think you're right. Yeah. I see that sucked. My over would have hit had Brandon Armstrong stayed healthy Four. when they start out what, five and five and no six and two. And then they lose the last four games to finish six and six. Canceled the bowl game like true pansies. Uh, just being light that tiki torch, bro. highfalutin. Uh, um. So then you have I don't know, I don't know. Uh, let's just hop into it though. Seven yeah. is the win total in Vegas, and Patty, see the juice on this. The overs at plus one hundred, the unders at minus one twenty. Vegas basically saying they're going to go seven and five, but they could. They lean. They say six and six is more likely than eight and four. Week one. I am gonna disagree with that because this schedule is, is one of the charming greatest. fucking soft here. Well, week one. Watch out. Watch out. <laughs> watch out. What did Spidey do last year? Uh they uh, they went out in the portal and added some guys, the Reese Yadinsky coming in. He was a quarterback formerly at VMI, but it was at Maryland last year. He's not bad. They also went and got one of the top wideouts from VMI to join them with the Spiders. Watch out! Six and five last year did keep it within eleven against uh, Virginia Tech. So as far as common opponents, watch out! Pretty similar uh, outcome out. there. Uh, uh, we'll we'll say that uh, Richmond lost to JMU. You're just gonna throw that oh, out there. Okay. Oh, anyway, uh, I'm gonna take Virginia to get that done. But I'm telling you, Richmond's have been a, a very good FCS program for the past 25, 30 years. Yeah, um, solid. Uh, then they head to Memorial Stadium <laughs> to take on fighting a lion eye. Patty C. This is a big one. They're gonna beat him. Are we sure about that? Are you sure about that? Five minutes. They whooped Illinois' ass last year. I I watched that the other day in the studio here. 
They went, they whipped Illinois ass for like one quarter. The second quarter, they just absolutely scored every single play of the uh, quarter. I, uh, maybe it was like halfway through the first quarter. Dude. But there was like a, a five minute stretch where they scored 28 points. I they, feel like they were up 14 nothing after the first. They were up 21 7 at halftime. They were up 35 7 in the third quarter. Okay. Right? They whooped their fucking ass 42 to 14. They did, but it just didn't feel like it should have been that. I mean, UVA's offense, we've seen this from UVA's offense. It can explode, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they're completely controlling the game. Now, uh, Illinois couldn't finish, you know, couldn't, couldn't score, couldn't score against that defense. So Illinois was bad <laughs> well, last year. I don't know that they got better on offense. You have to figure they get a little better in year Undefeated? two. DeVito? <laughs> Touche. Um, I think maybe. I think DeVito might be a little bit better. Than Brandon Peters. Well, I just think that they're going to run the ball. They're going to be better on defense. You no, know, I do think they'll be better on defense. Yeah, I so do think they'll be better. It on should defense. be a close yeah. game, and the fact that it's in Champaign instead of Charlottesville this year scares me. It scares me. I haven't been scared of a game in Champaign. This <laughs> fucking Dick Butkus played there, dude. Uh, I got to win in it. I'll Two give it to him. I'll give it to him. Then, that could be me being a homer though. Then they host Old Dominion, the Monarchs, and the Sun Belt. Old Dominion's offensive coordinator just quit. Like in the past week, he's like, you know what? Fuck you, to Ricky Ronnie. It's a Bush League move. That's concerning. Yeah, but Can- that's good for Virginia. I'm taking them three and zero. You three and zero. Then they head up to Robert and I in the Syracuse Orange. Interesting. Interesting. I'm sure he'll be up in Dino Babers or whoever I'm the defensive coordinator Q's. is. Cuse is going to get this dub. Ugh, a Friday nighter. It is a little dangerous. Short week. Who does Cuse have the week before? Cuse uh, is coming off a home uh, match against Purdue, so they don't have to travel the week before. Short week. It does help them. At this point, I'm going to trust that Virginia takes an L somewhere in there. So I'll go there with you. you. Go. Three and one. Three and one through September. Then they're at Wallace Wade Stadium against Mike Elko. I'm taking UVA. Do you think Duke's gonna be better under Elko than they were on under Cutcliffe? Uh, or no. at least no. recently. <laughs> they won the ACC. Recently under the Coastal. Cutcliffe. Um they've sucked under Cutcliffe lately. But I mean I think they could be on par with last year. Yeah, Virginia should win that. So four and one. Yeah. They're hosting the Louisville Cardinals and Malik Cunningham. This is a winnable game. Their rival, their cross division rival. That's, it's yeah, his rival storied rivalry. Um, they won last year by one point. And that I game was wild. Believe Louisville what missed an extra or missed a field goal toward the end. Yeah, I'm taking Louisville. In Charlottesville, I'm not. I'm taking UVA, baby. So you got them winning the national championship this year. I have them at uh, uh, four and two. Five and one. Five and one. They get a bye week and then they're at Georgia Tech Thursday night. Uh, I'll take UVA. You know, I don't like the Thursday night at Georgia Tech thing. It scares me. There's a little history there. I feel like it's just not good. And anytime you got to go to Bobby Dodd, nightmares for Virginia. Although I think when they lost that game, was that a Bobby Dodd? I know in the '90s they lost two big games against Georgia Tech. Uh, I think one was at Bobby Dodd, one was in Virginia. Either way, they should get them right. You you had yeah. UVA, right? I got UVA. Okay, so that puts us at what? Six and one for me. Five and two for you. Then they're home to the Miami Hurricanes. Um, this is a win. I'll give them a loss there, just because I think they'll probably have two losses by now. I'll but say they, they win. They could win that. I'd say they win. I mean, yeah. I mean, if, if, 
This is the greatest schedule that I've ever seen, <laughs> like constructed. They're gonna they're rather play a game in November, and they haven't even played like what Louisville was six and six. Miami was the best record is, is seven and five from a season ago. Miami was seven and five. Louisville was six and six. Every other team had a losing record. Uh, to this point in the schedule, yeah, that's incredible. Yeah. You're about to play in November. The yeah. next game is in November. And by the way, their next game is a six and six team in the North Carolina Tar Heels in Charlottesville, the South's oldest rivalry. I'll take North Carolina here. Dangerous, dangerous. I'll say this between North Carolina and Pitt coming the next week, both games in Charlottesville, Virginia is going to get one. And so I'm going to say one and one in that stretch that puts them at uh, three losses for me with two games left, dude. It's unbelievable. They get all of them at home. I know four straight weeks of home games and big, uh, like I'm taking North Carolina and Pitt. It wouldn't shock me if UVA won all those. They could. If, if this team could go in the they're going to win the national championship. What's their odds? They're going to get to the national. They're going to get to the playoff and lose by 700 points to Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I got them losing to UNC and Pitt. Um, you know what? I'll even say they get one of those. UNC and Pitt. All right. So, so you, they'll have them go one and one there. So we both have them at seven and three with two games left. Now the last two games are tough. I think they're going to lose the coastal. They probably should. Grayson McCall, by far the most efficient quarterback in the country. Uh, I kind of want to be at that game. I that might be fantastic. at that game. Yeah. Um, between Coastal and Virginia Tech, I, I got I got him going one on one. Maybe zero and two. I got him going zero and two. Maybe zero. I got him a seven and five. Yeah, I think that's probably right. And I think if I had to lean, I'm leaning under. Mm. I think Pitt could get him. I gave Pitt. I gave them a win against Pitt, Miami. Uh, I gave him a win against Georgia Tech on a Thursday. Wouldn't shock me. Paint, paint a picture for me where this Dude, team this has team. covered seven games into the season. Dude, they they, they just very, win all their games. They <laughs> very easily could be like let, let's seven or no easily. Dude, I don't even like what is the biggest dog they would be in the first seven games. The whole schedule. The whole schedule, you would think. Uh, if I had to guess, ready? Let's just spitball this thing. They're yeah. gonna be favored against Richmond. Yeah. I think they'll be a small favorite at Illinois. Probably yes. I think they'll be favored against Old Dominion. I think the Illinois uh, spread will be largely dependent on what we see in Week One, but I, I would say at this point, yeah, favored. Uh, small favorite. Uh, no, no they'll be a the big favorite. favorite against, against, yeah, uh, against, yeah. I think they'll be a small favorite at the Dome. Okay. Against Syracuse. I think they'll be favored at Duke. Ten points, eleven yeah. points. Yep. The Louisville game is kind of a fifty-fifty. I have no idea who they'll favor, the but the fact I, that it's in Charlotte. I think it might be UVA by like one and a half, two. Yeah. Uh, at Georgia Tech, I think UVA should be favored. Yeah. The Miami game. Miami will be favored, but by how much you think? Four, five. Yeah. I don't think Miami does great in Charlottesville. Yeah. So let me ask you this: the Carolina game. I would favor Carolina by. Okay. Four or five, but Carolina's starting running back out for the season. Carolina is second best wide receiver out eight weeks. He might be back by here, but still, I think this is kind of like a. I would say Carolina by four and a half. Carolina also uh, traditionally struggles in Charlotte. I would actually say Carolina by like three. Yeah. Uh, Pitt. That's that's the one that seems like the biggest. Uh, but even that, would they they got better Mark Whipple. They played tons of close games historically. Yeah. Now now that the they're not going to be as aggressive throwing the ball around, it's going to be a, a a dog fight. I would say Pitt by what. Six probably. Uh, coastal. I think UVA might be favored. It, it, 
They shouldn't be. I think it's going to be close though. That line was not going to move much. Yeah. Then at Virginia Tech, Hokies will be favored by a little bit. Probably. Probably. But that my point is is there not I don't see a touchdown favorite anywhere on the schedule. Dude, it's one of the easiest schedules and most well-constructed schedules I've ever seen. It's not out of the realm of possibilities that they win 10. And do I think they're dude, a 10 win quality team? No, no, but I'm, uh, dude, uh, this sounds crazy, right? Yeah. They could go undefeated. <laughs> they won't though. They won't. But I'm saying like, if they can get past, like to me, their hardest road game is the fucking the well, Virginia tech to end the season. But, but if you're 11 and 0 going into that game, oh, you know, tech look at their it. other road games, Illinois. That's not it's not a tough game at Syracuse a little bit because the dome, but I mean, they're, they're, they're a better football team than Syracuse at Georgia tech. And then at lane. Yeah. It's going to be a great year. <laughs> you know what? Fuck it. I'm on the over. You gotta be on the, I'm over, on the over. Give me Brandon Armstrong. Tony Elliott's going to win the date. Mendenhall should have stayed just based on this. I, Mendenhall like <laughs> did what any incoming coach wants. He just left him gift wrapped yeah. a pretty nice package. Here, here's one of the best quarterbacks in the nation. Three awesome wideouts and the greatest schedule we've ever seen. <laughs> Let's get it done. What's the worst they could do, Petty C? Uh, they could lose at Illinois. They could drop one or two of the next uh, four games. Um, say they drop two, they come out three and three there. Um, and then the second half of the schedule after the bye week, they lose five. They could be, I, I say four and eight is probably the worst you're going to see here. So honestly, they like, would have to suck though. They would have to really suck. Dude, they could go 12 and hour four and eight. Is there a bigger like yeah, range for, yeah, a for a team that we've seen? I don't think, I don't so. think there is. Yep. Tony Elliott, you have what your are the work odds they go 12 and 0? Almost almost zero. They're just not but good. There's not to, like that. You cannot convince me that one of these is a just a flat out loss. Yeah, I mean, and the fact that they're they're they won't take a road trip for five weeks, you know. <laughs> uh in the in the heart of uh a scheduling in the heart of uh, conference play, that is a gift. And the, 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 the road game prior to that, a, they have a bye week before, but it's Georgia tech. Yeah. Look, uh, someone at UVA, you know, <laughs> did a favor, uh, maybe sexual variety to someone in the ACC office. The schedule's incredible. I can't believe I'm taking the over. I wanted to fade this team so much. Like I really want to fade this team. They, yeah. they, they, they don't have anyone on the line of scrimmage back, buddy. Wahoo football is on the <laughs> rise. And Tony Elliott is the guy that's bringing them to the top. Unbelievable. Folks, we're on the over. Subscribe to the College Football Experience. This is one of the more interesting teams to watch in college football this year with that schedule. Sign me up. I will Let's say go this. Wahoos. If Brennan Armstrong gets hurt again, though. Oh yeah. Then, all bets are off. And they're they're yeah, imagine like he tears his ACL against Richmond. Oh, one and eleven. On one and eleven. Wood. Don't uh, you dare. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, subscribe to the college football experience. Wherever you listen to podcasts, remember subscribe to the college basketball experience as well and the college baseball experience. Wahoos keep a good baseball team. Me and Noah Beanick do the college baseball Wahoos experience. Keep a bunch of good teams all over yes. the place. Basketball, yes. baseball. What is it? Soccer, uh, lacrosse, lacrosse. Yeah, uh, folks, check out the YouTube page. YouTube.com/slash the college experience. Subscribe, tell a friend, and check out the sports gambling podcast. Yes. They're breaking down all 32 NFL teams. They did a solo podcast for every single NFL team out there. Yeah. That means they got you for the Carolina Panthers, the Baltimore Ravens, the Washington Redskins. You go on and on and on. They got you covered. 
Uh, so check out all that. They're all there. What else, Patty? See, we got the the MLB Gambling Podcast. It's summertime right now, folks. Check out the MLB Gambling Podcast. Check out the Canadian Football League Podcast. The USFL Gambling Podcast. What else? Soccer's coming. UVA's that love soccer. World Cup around the corner. Check out the Soccer Gambling Podcast for that. Check out the MLS Gambling Podcast. We got you covered. All right, just get the SGPN app in the App Store. It's free to download. Uh, the Discord channel is fantastic. If you if you just love sports like us. Just hop in the Discord channel. I'm telling you, it doesn't it matter the sport. You could be into, you know, Formula What, whatever the sport. We're in there, and it's fun to just sit there. And first off, you're going to get a lot of intel about each matchup. For if you're a UVA basketball fan, I don't know what you're doing. You need to hop in the, the uh, sportsgamblingpodcast.com/slash/discord uh, because we're breaking down games all the times in there. Football, basketball, whatever, even college baseball. Hop in there, folks. Uh, also, please. If you can get over to iTunes, give us a five star review. Say some nice things about us. We'd certainly appreciate it. It only takes a minute out of your day. And if you do that, take a screenshot. Find us on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. Show us that screenshot. And we're going to enter you in a David Stern like raffle where you're guaranteed to win. All right. <laughs> I'm on Twitter at the Colby D. Give me a follow as well. Patty C is on Twitter at Patty C831. NC Nick's on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K. We are the college football experience and the college basketball experience. So subscribe, tell a friend. All right, folks, this is the college football experience. UVA Cavalier style. You better start thinking about yours. And we out of here. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. They're begging us. Please have a party. Feed us drinks. Get us laid. Ah! Coach and I, we're all, all, our coach, we did a horrible job. The players did a horrible job. We got our ass kicked in the second half. It sucked. It stopped. I broke my back. What do you mean by that? You broke back is broken. What, for a, a vertebrae or, or a horse? It's final. It's easy to see a tide turn. 